You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Good morning, everybody. Beautiful Thursday, January 20th, in the year of our Lord, 2022. I don't know, I, this isn't like the saying for our church or anything, or anything like that, but I was just doing some things the other day, I was talking to somebody that was discouraged, and I felt like the Lord said, you get a redo in 2022. Right. The guy, you know, he kind of fell on his face in 2021, and I said, well, you know what, with God and redemption, all things are possible, you get a redo in 2022, and it rhymes, so I, come felt, on. I felt kind of rappish, right. like a rapper. If it rhymes, then it's holy. Yeah, come on, man, <laughs> I was in there, but anyway, welcome to Morning Breath, we're going to get into a chapter here, because that's what we do, we read a chapter of the Bible, spend some time in the Word. And uh, then I and a co-host come down to a studio we have here in the Merritt Island uh, facility here, and we read the chapter on the air, and then we talk about wherever God leads us in the chapter. We basically have done a, a personal devotion, and then we come down here and then do it again together with you guys. And we're so glad you've taken time out of your busy day to join us. Everybody, welcome Let's give a big round of applause for Pastor David Gammon. Come on, Nick, Yay. see what you can do over there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll add sounds in. Um, oh, you will add yeah. sounds? Yeah. You can do that? Yeah. Wow, cool. That is awesome. Let's so that go. applaud you guys are hearing is the can. millions and millions of people that are in the, <laughs> yeah. the 10 by 10 room we're in right now. <laughs> and, and I'm so excited. We got Luke 9 today. Yeah. Before we jump into that, man, I want to I want to help you guys. Uh, however you're you're getting this through the podcast or maybe hearing it on the radio, uh, we want to we want to like, just invite you. Say, hey, man, get our app. If you want to find out anything that's going on for East Coast Christian Center, get our app. Go to your mobile app provider. Put in East Coast Christian Center. Apple pop-up. Obviously, totally free. Download that to your mobile device. Also, join us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. We're putting good, positive, uplifting, Christ-centered content all the time. Yep. You know, um, especially in this time where like social media can be so twisted for other stuff that yeah. we're lifting up the name of Jesus. And you know what? You can find the itinerary for the chapters we're yep, doing. Yep. Um, on our website, so you can go there, eccc.us, and um, if if all of that is out of reach and and you don't <laughs> have that capability, call the church at three two one four five two one zero six zero, and we'll email and mail you with more information. Yeah, about and you, if doing. you don't do email, we can mail it to you. Yeah, we got, we'll, we'll use the U.S. Postal Service. We Absolutely. use it as little as possible, but we mm-hmm. will send you one because you're worth that stamp yep. to us. Absolutely, every yeah. month we'll send one out to you. Come on, good I, deal. We got a bunch of stuff going on. I mean, we're in we're in our our Devo. Oh um, yeah, uh, day but, eleven. Yeah, yeah, eleventh yeah. day of a twenty one day time of seeking and prayer. Yeah, loving it. We did uh, last week. We did the prayer week, and and you know we're just pressing in now yeah. with what God has for us. We got some cool stuff going on like the corner. We um man, we want you to join us. So go to our website if you want to because you can start a twenty one day seeking at any time. That's right. So if this is even though we're on day eleven, you know it doesn't matter. It could be your day one. That's perfectly fine. <laughs> That's right. Jump so go, in. So go to our website and you'll see the uh, devotional there um, on the front page. Just click on that and it'll help you out. Yep. So, uh, and that's on the on the app as well. You yes, know, sir. You app any way you want to do it that way. That'll work out great. Now, one other thing would just let you know going on. You might look forward to something that might speak to your heart on on something is we're going to be doing uh, some leadership training, and it's East Coast Christian Center leadership training. We're not taking this from, you know, some other church or this. This is our guys and gals. Mm-hmm. Doing leadership training. It'll be four weeks. 
be on Thursday nights. It'll be part of our East Coast Christian University series, and it'll be a great way. If you're out there and you thought, man, I, I, f- I feel called to lead, but I, what do I do next? Well, what you do next is get equipped, and this yep. is one way to get equipped because a leader needs some some equipment mm-hmm. if, he's, if they are, she is, he is going to lead. So that's going to be coming up. Lots more on the event page, and we'll say more about it next week, make totally. it real clear. Totally. Yep. Super stoked, too, in case you're wondering about this. Uh, myself, Pastor Brian, Pastor Christian, we're all jumping in on this. You're going to be yeah. able to see and experience a lot from different perspectives. Yeah. If you're an entrepreneur, if, if you're, yep. you know, whatever that might, um, maybe you're on the home front, you can still check this out because we speak to all areas of the Christian walk and leadership. Yeah, guess what? Everybody leads. Yep. Everybody leads. It's something that you're going to do in your lifetime, and so Come on. it's a great tool to help you do that. So I think that's all we've got to talk about that way. Yep. we got a big chapter. 62 verses. 62 verses. So I'm going to break it at 30. Nope. I'm going to break it at, yeah, I'll break it at 31. Okay. I'll just read, and we'll split it right down the middle. All right. New so King then, James for me. I'm doing NIV. Oh, wow. Cool. Nice. Switching up a little bit. Yeah, Brian, yesterday brought in a new American standard. You guys there are you really go. swinging from the from the high, <laughs> uh, from the high wire now. Right. I love it. All right. Well, then, Pastor Dan, I say to you, read, sir. Then he called his 12 disciples together and gave them power and authority over all demons and to cure diseases. He sent them to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. And he said to them, take nothing for the journey, neither staffs, nor bag, nor bread, nor money, and do not have two tunics apiece. Whatever house you enter, stay there, and from there depart. And whoever will not receive you when you go out of that city, shake off the very dust from your feet as a testimony against them. So they departed and went through the towns, preaching the gospel and healing everywhere. Now Herod the Tetrarch heard of all that was done by him, and he was perplexed because it was said by some that John had risen from the dead. And by some that Elijah had appeared, and by others that one of the old prophets had risen again. Herod said, John I have beheaded, but who is this of whom I hear such things? So he sought to see him. And the apostles, when they had returned, told him all that they had done. Then he took them and went aside privately to a deserted place belonging to the city called Bethsaida. But when the multitudes knew it, they followed him, and he received them and spoke to them about the kingdom of God and healed those who had need of healing. When the day began to wear away, the twelve came and said to him, Send the multitudes away that they may go into the surrounding towns and country and lodge and get provisions, for we are in a deserted place. But he said to them, You give them something to eat. And they said, We have no more than five loaves and two fish, unless we go and buy food for all these people. For there were about 5,000 men. Then he said to his disciples, Make them sit down in groups of 50. And they did so, and made them all sit down. Then he took the five loaves and the two fish, and looking up to heaven, he blessed and broke them, and gave them to the disciples to set before the multitude. 
So they all ate and were filled, and 12 baskets of the leftover fragments were taken up by them. And it happened, as he was alone praying, that his disciples joined him, and he asked them, saying, Who do the crowds say that I am? So they answered and said, John the Baptist, but some say Elijah. Others say that one of the old prophets is risen again. He said to them, but who do you say that I am? Peter answered and said, the Christ of God. And he strictly warned and commanded them to tell this to no one, saying the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised the third day. Then he said to them all, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. For what profit is it to a man if he gains the whole world and is himself destroyed or lost? For whoever is ashamed of me and my words, of him the Son of Man will be ashamed when he comes in his own glory and his father's and of the holy angels. But I tell you truly, There are some standing here who shall not taste death till they see the kingdom of God. Now it came to pass about eight days after these sayings that he took Peter, John, and James and went up on the mountain to pray. And as he prayed, the appearance of his face was altered, and his robe became white and glistening. And behold, two men talked with him who were Moses and Elijah, who appeared in glory and spoke of his decease, which he was about to accomplish at Jerusalem. Peter and his companions were very sleepy, but when they become fully awake, they saw his glory and the two men standing with him. As the men were leaving Jesus, Peter said to him, Master, it is good for us to be here. Let us put three, let's put up three shelters, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. He did not know what he was saying. <laughs> While he was speaking, a cloud appeared and covered them, and they were afraid as they entered the cloud. A voice came from the cloud saying, This is my son, whom I have chosen. Listen to him. When the voice had spoken, they found that Jesus was alone. The disciple kept the disciples kept this to themselves and did not tell anyone at the time what they had seen. The next day when they had came down from the mountain, a large crowd met him. A man in the crowd called out, Teacher, I beg you, look at my son, for he is my only child. A spirit seizes him and suddenly screams, throws him into convulsions so that he foams at the mouth. It is scarcely enters and leaves him and is destroying him. I begged you, I begged your disciples to drive out, drive it out, but they could not. You unbelieving and perverse generation, Jesus replied, how long shall I stay with you and put up with you? Bring your son here. Even while the boy was coming, the demon threw him to the ground in a convulsion. But Jesus rebuked the impure spirit, healed the boy, and gave him back to his father. And they were all amazed at the greatness of God. While everyone was marveling at all Jesus did, he said to his disciples, Listen carefully to what I am about to tell you. The Son of Man is going to be delivered into the hands of men. But they did not understand what this meant, for it was hidden from them so that they did not grasp it, and they were afraid to ask him about it. An argument started amongst the disciples as to which of them would be the greatest. Jesus, knowing their thoughts, took a little child and 
and had him stand beside him. And he said to them, Whoever welcomes this little child in my name welcomes me, and whoever welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me. For it is the one who is least among you all who is the greatest. Master, said John, we saw someone driving out demons in your name, and we tried <laughs> to stop him because he's not one of us. Do not stop him, Jesus said, for whoever is not against you is for you. At the same time, as the time approached for him to be taken up to heaven, Jesus resolutely set out for Jerusalem, and he sent his messengers on ahead who went into the Samaritan village to get things ready for him. But the people there did not welcome him because he was heading for Jerusalem. When the disciples, James and John, saw this, they asked, Lord, do you want us to call down fire from heaven to destroy them? But Jesus turned and rebuked them. Then he said, and he said to his disciples and went another, and then he and his disciples went to another village. As they were walking along the road, a man said to him, I will follow you wherever you will go. Jesus replied, foxes have dens and birds have nests, but the son of man has no place to lay his head. He said to another man, follow me. But he replied, Lord, first let me go and bury my father. Jesus said to him, let the dead bury their own dead, but you go and proclaim the kingdom of God. Still another, still another said, I will follow you, Lord, but first let me go back and say goodbye to my family. Jesus replied, no one who puts a hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the service in the kingdom of God. Amen. Some pretty tough stuff right there. It's not uh, not uh, not easy peasy Christianity right. that we're talking about in some of those spots right. there. So now this is sure. going to be an eight hour podcast as we unpack this <laughs> oh, every detail. E- easily could be. It's a it's a huge chapter, and I, I've done it quite a few times in Morning Breath through the years. Let me ask you this, David: what what clicked? What what's the thing that maybe the Lord spoke to you about, or you know? We, we all know what it feels like when something's a little bit more alive when you're reading it than another part of the scripture. It happens to all of us. What what kind of stood out to you? So what stood out to me was um, the when when Jesus asked such a critical question as asked of all his disciples and believers, and when he says, "What does the crowd say?" and then <laughs> and then they responded with, "Some say John the Baptist. Some say." Um, uh, Elijah, some right. say a prophet. And then it, it, what, what stood out to me is don't cling to a person that used to be there. Like mm. in, when it says Moses is dead, all right? Yeah. John was dead. Some people were <clears throat> clinging to something that was dead, all right? And some of us might be clinging to a season mm. that has died, all wow. right? Hoping it will come back. And then I looked and I said, Elijah, they were a little bit closer. They were a little bit closer on on what was happening around them. And it's like, but I'll I'll get to why I think they missed it. And then some say a prophet of old. They were not as close as the Elijah camp. All right. And it all came down to those, to the proximity they had with Jesus. Mm. Because, Because they were willing to be the sum, the watch, the spectator crowd of Jesus, then they didn't get the full revelation. But Peter gave all to Jesus. Mm. Peter gave Jesus everything. So when the question was asked of him, hey, who do you say I am? He goes, you're, you're God's Christ. You're well, the Messiah. How, how does that yeah. read? In, would you uh, read verses uh, 19 and 20 out of the New American Standard? Yes. Just so I, I, I can hear them from there as well? Absolutely. Let me uh, s- I love what you're saying, Pastor yeah. David. It's super powerful. Let me scroll back here. <clears throat> 19 says, they replied, some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and still others 
that one of the prophets of long ago has come back to life. Verse 20. Yeah, but what about you? He said, who do you say I am? Peter answered, God's Messiah. God's Messiah, like mm-hmm. that. I, I kind of wondered how they worded what right. Peter said because it's I've heard it in Matthew 16 is where it's broken down a lot more. He spends They talk more about what he said in Matthew 16, and that's why the Gospels are are so cool that if you're looking at something like this and learning and mm-hmm. maybe seeing something like Pastor David saw there of clinging to something older or dead or wanting wanting to resurrect might be was what yeah, that's was really coming good. in my head when you were saying that. I want to resurrect what I used to have. I want to resurrect what what man we were we were humming when that was going on. Right. Let's let's get that back again. Well, the truth is, you know, Elijah was for a season. And he was for a season that worked in that season. Uh, you resurrect. It's just. It's just like I heard a guy say this one time. I, I and don't get me wrong. I'm not picking on him, but he was. He was talking about. You know what? We just need to go back to getting a, a lantern, hanging it in a tree, getting somebody with a guitar, and have them worship God. And and that's how we need to do church. And this was a guy teaching in front of a, a quite pretty mm-hmm. good sized group of people, and people had to almost snicker you know when when playing a guitar and a lantern and a gathering of church was a big deal that worked right that i mean there there were there were circuit riders that got on their horse and 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 went all around the the country the united states and did that and that was powerful and life-giving today you know what if you go do that at, at Courtney and and, and and 520, people will blow the horn at you. They will. You know, they're going to stop and listen to you, you know, sing your worship song. They're <laughs> they're going to say you're you're causing a traffic jam. Exactly. Get out of here, you bum. Things change. Resurrecting something old mm. isn't the answer. That's I good. love that, man. I, I've you don't know how many times I've studied Matthew 16 anyway on this and I never thought about it that way before. So I really appreciate your view, and it's really one of the reasons we do Morning Breath as a mm-hmm. team, because that's what happens. You, mm-hmm. I get things I, can't, I, I don't get, because David got it and heard that, and super powerful. Thanks for sharing that. Thank I, you. I, I you love just it. gave me my next TikTok. Oh, so. <laughs> oh good. <laughs> oh, sure. uh, uh, whatever that was, uh, whatever a TikTok <laughs> is. Yeah, no, I know. Uh, um, but uh, the other thing that you see here, and, and I have seen before, is there's this old story about uh, the the blind Indians and they're like India from India, uh, they're 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 seeing or encountering an elephant for the first time, and so these blind guys go up to the elephant, and one guy just walks up to the side of the elephant and puts his hands on the side of the elephant, and he goes, an elephant is like a wall. Oh, that's interesting. Another one grabs him by the tail. And says, an elephant's like a stick. Another one is over by his leg. He says, no, 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 an elephant's like a tree. Another one grabs his trunk and he says, you guys are all great. An elephant's like a snake. Mm-hmm. What, we, what we saw there were all the partial views. Mm-hmm. Come on. Nobody had the big view. And I love what you said because Peter had given it all. He was able to see it all and perceive 
all of who Christ was. I mean, because Jesus healed, mm-hmm. and that's Elijah was, you know, a very powerful prophet. I mean, mm-hmm. Jeremiah, the weeping prophet, Jesus wept over Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and that in and in Matthew it includes Jeremiah, prophets of old. He spoke the word prophetically. It was incredible. All of them, though, were a partial view of who Jesus really was, and that full view is what we need. Uh, and 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 I love what he says in Matthew. He says, "Upon this rock, what rock? The rock of the full revelation of Jesus. Ooh, that's good. I will build my church." And you know, there there are love churches, right? And there are m- m- miracle churches, and there are word churches, and there are right. blah 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 blah. And you could go right down the line. And I'm not saying any of those things are bad, but I am saying that God is actually wanting to build a church that is built on the on. full revelation of Jesus, not Come a on. part, but the whole deal. Anyway, so that's my thoughts on that little portion, Dude, here's, too. And here's what's going to scare some people. Oh, I, mean, I love, love this, so don't change the channel. Don't, <laughs> don't flip to the po- another podcast. Verse 13 uh, and I think this is part of the reason uh, to tying in. It says this. <laughs> he replied, you give them something to eat. When it came to feeding the 5,000, yeah, yeah, all yeah, right, yeah. you give them something. To eat. You can get a fuller revelation when you experience the need of carrying out your father's will. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's when he says you don't have because you ask amiss. We're mm-hmm. asking amiss because we're asking for. To consume it right, upon our own right. lust. These were empty bellies that needed food too. Right, right. And he goes, no, 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 no. You guys do this. Well, wait a minute. We were going to break up and share these five loaves and right. two fish between the 12 of us, and we might give you a piece, Jesus. Right. I'll, give, I'll be <laughs> lovingly salty if you have criticized the sermon and the worship set of your church more than you've brought a new person or led a small group. Come on, be please, salty. Please, please, Repent. come on. Yeah, change your heart set. Repent. Like, let's start feeding people. Let's start feeding people. That's what Jesus said for us to do. If wow. we know him, man, we got to feed people. That's a beautiful thought. You know, it's so easy to go to church. I'm speaking as a pastor. To go to church, because I go to other churches, and think about what I'm going to receive, what they're going to provide for me. Will they have the right stuff for my children? And that's important. Amen. Will the worship be, you know, Christ-centered? And that's important. Will the word be preached with power and purity? And that's important. But but we don't really, the reason to go to church isn't for you. The reason you go to church is for someone else, mm. others. Go there instead, like you said, I'm going to get involved in feeding people. I'm going to get involved in inviting people. I'm going to get involved in doing this stuff. I got news for you. If you go and do something really cool with God for someone else, it might light you up better than any sermon you ever heard. Come on. It might light you up better than you expected to be lit up. Speaking (laughs) of being lit up, we're lit up with a clock that's running out of time. So we're going to take a break and we'll be back in a minute. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. 
We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Need a fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. No job is too big or too small. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Find them online at ineedafence.com. The New Thing Youth Church is a generation of students destined to change the world through God's power and love. If you're between 7th and 12th grade, join us every week for fun, relationships, and the Word of God. The New Thing Youth Church meets at the Parkway Worship Center every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. and Sunday night at Vieira High School at 6 p.m. Check out our TNT Youth Church app for more details. For over 30 years, Cabron Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabron Air will take care of it. Their phone number is 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or find them online at cabron.com. Customer satisfaction is their top priority. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. At East Coast Christian Academy, our mission is to create a space where children will thrive, and we believe they grow best in a safe, clean, Christ-centered environment. We're passionate about showing the love of Jesus to children in our community and helping them become everything God has called them to be. At East Coast Christian Academy, we are all about family. We work hard to foster a culture and environment of positive attitudes and teamwork. And we provide flexible schedule options for team members who have their own busy family lives. Do you have experience in early childhood educational environments in the heart for the next generation? If so, we have room on the team for you. Find out more about joining our academy team online at eccc.us slash academy or call us at 321 453 Kids. That's 321-453-5437. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. 
Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Pastor David, hit it, man. So I'm looking at the last about four verses where it talks ooh, about Jesus' encounters. Let me um, go over there. In Luke 9, and it's, it's three different encounters with um, men that he, um, one says he will follow. Mm. He declares it. The, yeah. the man declares it. The other one, Jesus yeah. says, follow me. And then the third one, he declares us and pretty much says, I will follow you, Lord. And all of them have, I, I believe, it looks to be negative connotation responses. Uh, like excuses. Get, yeah, excuses kind are of a excuses, challenge yeah. from Jesus that we, <clears throat> we, we never hear of this person again, so we like to lean <clears throat> to think that they didn't fulfill it. Yeah. <clears throat> And I was praying and wondering, well, how do they all tie together? And I don't think it's that they all tie together individually. Uh-huh. I think they all tie together on the level of they didn't do something. Uh-huh. When Isaiah encountered the presence of God, he said, I have come undone. Mm. When Peter had the revelation of Jesus by the boat, he says, I am unworthy. I'm an unclean man. Mm. And he fell apart. Mm. All of these men are talking to another man as if he's another man. Ooh. And they missed him. Ooh. I think we need to grab a hold of the holiness of God and wow. move from that. Wow, that's a beautiful picture. You know, when you look at uh, this this story and, and their responses, I actually, it says, Lord, let me first go and bury my father. Mm-hmm. Seems super harsh that Jesus would say, nah, let the dead bury the dead. But I don't think his father was dead. I think what he's saying is my dad's an old man and I got to get some things together before he dies. And so I'll be back when he dies. That's good. And so I think sometimes the whole story wow. makes it a little clearer. We got to take another break. Not really. We got to go. Bye. <laughs> See you guys. Love you guys. See ya you guys. Monday. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath Podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath podcast.